Hey, I'm back. I bet you thought I never would come back. I took quite the hiatus. We'll call it season one to season two of a break, which had no no timeline on it. But just call me Shonda Rhimes. I, I'd start and stop whenever I please, I guess. So um, I, I did want to come back because I have wanted to come back. I've I've wanted to talk about things that matter. And I don't want to waste people's time. I don't want to waste my time in in doing this. And so what I did is I I pulled a bunch of qu- people and I asked a bunch of questions about what people want to hear, especially that's, you know, all of this information is out there. And I'm just trying to give it in a different way um, to a different audience. And so I asked people what they want to hear. And what I found was a little bit interesting. Um, so I'll just, I'll, I'll read some of these questions that I got. So these are all questions that I got from people that <clears throat> they wanted me to to talk about in a podcast. Uh, what supplements should I take to optimize performance? How much magnesium should I be taking? Should I take magnesium morning and night or just uh, one dose? Is wheat bread better than white bread? Can I eat brown rice or can I have white? Can I drink too many BCAAs in a day? Are pesticides a concern for me? What about soil purity and consuming organic foods versus non-organic foods? Can I drink artificial sweeteners and still lose weight? So I can continue, but this is just an example of some of the questions that I got. And I want to be really clear that none of these questions are bad questions. Absolutely none of them are bad questions. Um, None of them don't have answers. So there's no shame in asking them. Um, But it, it really, it got me thinking that I think that we're a little bit off the mark on remembering what matters. Because in reality, the answer to all of these questions will probably get you 2% of the results that you're looking for. And so being concerned with these questions like this, really, it doesn't, they don't matter. And if you don't have the basics down and you aren't following those basics, then these these answers mean nothing. And so that was kind of a big aha moment for me as I as those were the questions that I was getting in. So I would like to take this opportunity, this podcast, to um, go back to some of the basics. So so basically, let's backtrack a little bit and I, because I don't think I've been very clear on what those basics are and how much they matter more than all of the minutiae that we can surround ourselves with in nutrition. So let's let's go back to the basics, which might sound boring, but I hope I can give you maybe a different spin on on them or somehow talk you talk you into uh, believing me. All right, so if I had to pick three things that would give everyone, 90% of the results that they're looking for, those things would be uh, quality of your food, quantity of your food, and consistency of your diet. Those three things. I'm going to say those one more time, but then multiple times throughout the podcast. First, quality of your food. Second, quantity of your food. And third, consistency. If if you were to give me a fourth bonus one, it would be adequate protein. Um, but I think our, our brains, well, I know our brains work better in threes and so does the world. And so, um, I, I cut one 
short. It's it's a little bit easier to follow three things than four, as weird as that sounds, but uh, it's true. Your your brain your brain can wrap itself around three, not four. So those three things: quality of food, quantity of food, consistency of diet. If you do these three things, you'll get ninety percent to the goal that you're looking for, whatever that goal is, whether it is weight loss, whether it is um, performance enhancement, whether it is health. I tend to see more weight loss questions than than the other two, but um, but these ring true for all three of those goals. And the other thing is, is that if you do these three things, then you'll stop asking if you're drinking too many BCAAs and you'll stop asking if you should be eating sweet potatoes or white potatoes. So these things won't matter. They'll kind of fade into the background. You know, I was, I was talking to one of my coaches the other day and we talked about how often even coaches end up majoring in the minors. And what that means is that we, we try so hard to bring people new information um, fascinating things, may, maybe a new diet or a new plan, or you know, maybe this is your problem or whatever, because people need to stay motivated and they need to think that they're trying something new because then they'll have a fire in them to follow the plan. And and so I think that's you know, it's our it's our industry. The nutrition industry tends to just do that. And you've you've probably seen that. You'll see new diets coming out that are actually just labeled a different diet. Right? The Atkins diet turned into the keto diet and so on and so forth. And so they're the same thing. But we like to bring new things to the table when the fact of the matter is is that nothing is new. Nothing is new. We have to follow these three things or you will not you will not get to your goal. That's that that is just it. So we major in the minors because we maybe want to be distracted. We want to major meaning focus so hard on these minor details. Because the three things that I just listed are so freaking hard. So we think if I just if I just kind of distract myself and do okay at those three things that let's talk more about my magnesium levels or let's talk more about my, you know, nutrient status or water intake or or whatever, because those other th- it's really easy to take a salt tablet and it's really, really, really hard to be in a caloric deficit. So said differently, if you don't have these three basic things down, then everything else doesn't matter and can just be a distraction. Um, I'm I'm well aware that it, it's these three things are super simple, but they're not easy. It's it's simple, and most people they want me to bring something new to the table or amazingly different that they could follow. And I I don't have anything new for you because because this is the answer. And while these three things look differently on everyone, they're still true across the board. First and foremost, quality of your diet. Second, quantity of the food. And third, consistency consistency of the first two. That's it. Really is. It's that simple. And I think if you're totally honest with yourself, you'd agree that that's really all that there is. So I do want to break these th- three things down. So let's start with quality of the food that you're eating. Are you eating real foods most of the time? Can you look at your plate and see 75% real food on it each time you have a plate, if not all of the time? Um, Cutting down on processed foods, and are you getting nutrients from your food instead of chemicals from your food? 
so that your metabolism can run like a sports car instead of a diesel engine. So practically, what does that look like? You can do something like uh, follow the 800 gram challenge, which is a fabulous challenge. You could break it down into meals and just say, hey, I'm going to get, you know, two servings of one fruit and one vegetable every single time I eat. Uh, And every time I snack, there's going to be a fruit or a vegetable with it or whatever the case may be. But if you focus on getting quality nutrients, different colors into your body four times a day, which is the average number of times that people eat, then you're at least making an upward trajectory. And this is where I would add that protein piece. That fourth one is protein and fruits and veggies. And then you will end up eating less of the processed crap and foods. Um, And then you will also be getting nutrients that you weren't getting before and you won't need to be wondering about your, you know, sodium, potassium, magnesium, glutamine status because you'll be getting it from your food. So quality of your food. Second, quantity of food. I, I can already feel that I'll have to launch into a whole episode on this one. So I will save you a lot of my information and and just say that I, I think that most people subscribe to a different 80-20 rule where they decide to be just really good on a diet, whatever diet they choose, I don't care, 80% of the time and eat whatever they want or just relaxed, let's say, or whatever, 20% of the time. Um, as an aside, I think the actual 80-20 rule is is a business rule where you get 80% of the revenue, your revenue from 20% of your clients. But I think nutrition took that and and twisted it in, into their world. Um, sorry, tangent. Um, if I follow 80%, the 80-20 rule in nutrition, that's what it means is I'm good on my diet 80% of the time. And then 20% of the time I relax. And I'm not saying 20% of the time I have full-blown cheats, but I just relax or I don't journal or whatever. And if they decide to follow something like that, let's let's look at that practically. If they decide to follow something six days a week and relax on the seventh or journal five days and relax on two days and don't journal two days, uh, I'm I'm here to tell you <laughs> that that will never, no matter how unjust that statement feels, work. It will never work. So think about it. If you're on point 80% of the time and you eat four times a day, which again is average, that means that one whole meal a day is whatever you want or relaxed. And we all know that that's all it takes to ensure that you won't see progress. That would literally mean that I, I could eat a pizza every night and be perfect during the day and wonder why I'm not losing weight. That's probably not going to work. So when you break it down practically, it doesn't make sense that it that it could possibly work. It just feels like it should because 80% feels so big. It's so much of a chunk of your week is 80% of my meals. Well, that 20% is way too much to, to do damage. So um, secondly, on this point of the quantity of your food, is I don't know who I don't know very many people who can actually calculate how much food they're eating with extreme precision. There are a ton of studies out there on this, which I won't get into here because I do want to 
you know, launch into a different podcast on this. But needless to say, most people overeat or they or they undereat one day and then overeat the next day or you know, eat a thousand calories day, a day for three days, but then they eat 5,000 calories the next five days, you know, so it's, it's not consistent, which is the third point. The re the reason that diets don't work, assuming that someone is actually falling said diet is quite honestly, because they lose patience. I've seen it thousands of times in my career so far. I don't think it's going away. <laughs> We're all not great at patience anyway. So, um, yeah, progress, guys, progress is not linear and that's super unfortunate. But typically when it comes to metabolism and weight loss, it'll go something like, you know, you start a diet and days one to three going super well, you drop a couple pounds or two, uh, you see some results from changing your diet and then days three to like 11, you feel a little bit better, but your weight doesn't change. And you've been following your diet. And then let's say days, I don't know, 11 to 15, you lose a couple pounds. From weeks three to seven, you see almost no change in your body or on the scale. And then boom, on day, I don't know, 50 or 60, you drop eight pounds. So I made these numbers up in an attempt to explain to you how unfair and nonlinear these results are from dieting. But also to to show you the reason why people give up. If you're doing something that's hard from days 14 to 40 with little to no result, I guarantee you, because you're a human, that you either give up or you question your coach, you question the, the plan, and you just pivot altogether or you quit. Either one. Most likely you take the stance of, well, diets never work for me. I, you know, I told you, Jen, nothing ever works. I have tried everything and there's something wrong with me. I'm broken. I can't express this enough that I understand how hard it, that it is for people to follow something without results or, or little to no results. And it's also funny on that point is that typically people, if they're honest with themselves, they do feel better um, but if that scale isn't moving or their their clothes aren't fitting differently, them feeling better doesn't matter to them. And it it needs to. That needs to matter because you feeling better means that there's something going on on the inside and something is changing and healing on the inside so that on day 50 or 60, your body has healed on the inside and it can now lose weight, which is why it happens that way. I had one extreme case um, that I will never forget. And I'm, I'm super grateful for this case because it taught me that exactly what I told you is, is true. Um, I had a client who wanted to lose, you know, 15 or 16 pounds. It, it wasn't a whole lot. Um, she got some blood work done, lots of hormonal issues in her blood work. I put her on a, a, I put her on one supplement because of her estrogen levels. And then I, put her on a diet plan and she followed that diet plan for with extreme consistency for five months with, it was like one or two pounds of weight loss. And she stuck with it. <laughs> and I, I kid you not, she lost 11 pounds in month six, which basically meant she was at her goal. 
and meant that she was healing on the inside and things were happening on the inside. And she would tell me that she was feeling better and better. She was sleeping better and better and all of those things, but the scale wasn't moving. And so she was healing on the inside and then boom, it happens on the outside. If you are working with a nutrition coach or a trainer, um, remember that it's really hard being us. <laughs> Not because I want your pity, but think about it. We have we have to get people to do things that they don't want to do and then talk them into staying on course and trusting our process that it will work and they're not going to really see results until they are so trusting in the process and consistent. And people don't understand. I, I think that people don't understand what it takes to see progress. It might seem like only one day out of the week that you blew your diet. Um, so so surely the other six days out of the week that I nailed my diet count for something. But unfortunately for most people, the six days can be undone in one day. Um, uh, let's use a numbers example for that. And this is a little bit into the quantity uh piece, but I, I have it under consistency here for, for good reason. So a numbers example of that is that if you are supposed to be eating in uh, a 20, 250 calorie less per day and your coach puts you on that plan, you follow that plan for six days, which puts you in a 1500 calorie deficit. And on day seven, you decide to have two homemade cookies and two slices of pizza at your kid's birthday party. That deficit is gone. Because we can't be in extreme deficits for very long, we have to be in small deficits every day. And that's why one day can undo everything, not everything, everything that you worked so hard for in the week. It feels really unfair. It feels really unfair, but I think, I think people need to know these things. Uh, so let's recap. So 90% of the res results of a diet are about three things. If you do them, then let's not talk about the... 10% minutiae, because if you do follow the three things, then those questions fall by the wayside. And we can stop wasting our time talking about the things that will only give you a small amount of a result. Like, I care how much water you're drinking. I want you hydrated. And hydration status does matter in how you feel. But if that's what you think is stopping you from your weight loss, you're crazy. It's those three things. Quality of food, quantity of food, consistency of diet, which also doesn't mean I will just not answer these questions. I think these are valuable questions. I think instead what I will do is I'll, I'll grab like three of them because they aren't, they aren't questions that warrant like a full podcast. So I'll pull like two or three of them and just get on here and answer those as quickly as I can. Um, because like I said, they have answers. They are a good diet. I just don't want you to focus on them if you aren't doing these three things. Because I think maybe you're getting distracted then. That being said, uh, optimizing performance, sometimes those questions matter a lot. You know, somebody that's low in, in magnesium and is looking for performance is a really huge deal that I won't even get into. So um, that's me telling you that it's not that it doesn't matter, but if weight loss is your goal, let's, let's stop talking about your nutrient status and follow these three things because then they will happen. Um, I will, I will talk about that quantity piece a little bit more in my next podcast. I think that will be important. Um, and because I want to define for you exactly what that looks like. In fact, I, I want to answer the question, how much food should I eat for everybody? So, 
Um, there's your teaser. Thank you for coming back to listen. <laughs>